Hello everybody, this is Everett Shipman. Welcome to the Maximize Your Mind podcast, where we develop the mentality necessary to forge fitness and lifestyle to achieve anything that you want from life. And welcome back to the Maximize Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Everett Shipman, braving another cold day doing my best to stay as warm as I can. I'm excited to be with you guys on another on another episode. Um, helping to shed light on those things that you need to get you to that next level in fitness. And today is actually the last day of January 2019. And I saw actually a lot of memes talking about how long January has been. I think it's actually flown by pretty pretty quickly. And um, just like that, we're already in February. Prime time for you to jump off the goal-setting bandwagon. All right? Because if you were just on it for a ride, if it was just a bandwagon thing, your time is about up. And... um, But then there are some of you listening who actually are really trying to stick with this thing, all right? And that's who I want to talk to on today, all right? And so today, I'm going to talk about something that um, used to be quite a problem for me, but I've been able to overcome it, thankfully. And I wanted to talk to you about, uh, this episode is about a drink that I actually used to be addicted to, and um, some of you may be addicted to it, but I want you to listen for the bigger message here, okay? And it's not just about why the drink may be killing you inside, but think in terms of the bigger picture, all right? So my question is this, have you ever had to give up something that meant so much to you? Ever in your life, maybe it was something passed down from a parent, something special, something sentimental, or it was given to you by a loved one. Maybe you gave up a job or a position for a better job or a better opportunity. My point is, is it's one of the toughest things to do. All right. Because as humans, once we create an attachment to something or someone, it becomes very challenging to let it go. Do not underestimate what I'm saying here. It becomes very, very challenging. Okay. And as we go through this particular podcast, I want you to be very honest with yourself as far as what it is that is relatable to you, what it is that you actually have common ground with as I am sharing this. Um, because Uh, This attachment that I'm referring to is true in every area of life. It's especially true in fitness, but as I've said many times before, fitness runs parallel to so many other areas and avenues in life, all right? So I used to be addicted to soda, all right? Even to this day, I still love soda. However, thankfully, I've overcome this addiction I only drink it on occasion now, but I used to drink soda every day. And I remember struggling to get a six pack back in the day, but refusing to give up my soda. I mean, in my opinion, the soda was just not the issue. It it, it can't be. 
I just needed to work harder. I just needed to do more crunches. I just needed to spend more time in the gym. But as I have grown and I've become a fitness addict and an enthusiast, I realized my logic couldn't have been farther from the truth. And the lady that I wanted to talk about today, Dana Stemmerich, she realizes that she learned that herself. And she herself used to drink two to three cans of sodas a day. Now, when she gave it up, she went through withdrawal, cravings, low energy, all of those sorts of things. But her tactic of replacing her soda with unsweetened tea was a game changer for her as she eventually craved healthy foods and a desire to exercise. And so she learned, just like I did, that you can't out-train a bad diet. And I'll say it again, you cannot out-train a bad diet. And so in other words, the fuel you put in your body will be what you get out of it. Feed it junk, you'll get junk. Feed it quality, feed it wholesomeness, you will get that back. All right. But what made our addiction to soda so powerful is what cripples most people from their own bad habits and keeps them stuck in frustration. Okay. And before I move further, I just want to go back to something simple. But I want you to think about how you can apply this in your other life, just in case in other areas of your life, just in case this went by too quickly, is that. To overcome her soda addiction, she replaced her soda addiction with unsweetened tea. Now, that may not seem like a very popular move, but when you're overcoming addictions, many many times you'll need to find something healthy to replace it with, some healthy alternative to overcome it, all right? But anyway, moving on, all right? What made our addiction to soda so powerful it's what cripples most people with you know with their own habits and keeps them stuck in frustration first thing that i did or the first part of this is i refused to acknowledge its impact remember at the beginning i i said at the beginning of this episode i want you to be truthful and very in in listening to this dialogue One of my mentors used to say, you have to be brutally honest. Those were the words he coined, brutally honest, okay? And the thing about brutal honesty is it can hurt sometimes, all right? It makes you vulnerable, all right? It it, it causes you to, to shrink back in fear of, you know, what you feel, how you're perceived, what the new change is gonna be, but you have to be brutally honest, all right? And so the first thing I did, I, I refused to do, uh, or the first thing that I did was I refused to acknowledge the impact. I f- refused to acknowledge that this soda had this adverse effect on me. All right. Now, truth is a very powerful force. But for me, I wouldn't face this truth. Right. It was unsettling to imagine that this drink that I had grown to love, even from a very young age, was just that harmful to me. You know, there's no way my parents would allow me to drink this, right? There's, there's no way it would be so loved by so many people and sold to the masses if it was truly harmful. And so when you're looking at um, addictions and things that you're holding on to as opposed to giving up, um, I want you to think about it from this light, from this light and that is, is that you have to be truthful. Right. You have 
to be truthful, you have to be able to recognize that A, this is harmful, I need to give it up. Even if you even if you do nothing about it, even if you don't take immediate action, the very first thing you can do is become aware of that truth. All right? Aware of what is really going on. All right, the second thing that I did is I actually became comfortable with crap. Now, I may have been young when I started drinking soda, but I was fully grown when I decided to keep drinking it. All right, even with all the warning labels and the high sugar content, I was okay with fueling my body with what tasted good as opposed to what was good for me. I enjoyed being comfortable with the crap because it was too difficult to imagine life without it. That is a huge issue for many people dealing with things that they're addicted to, that they're holding on to, is because it's not that you don't recognize that it's bad for you. It's that it's more comfortable to deal with the bad, to deal with the crap, as opposed to taking that leap of faith, as opposed to making the change, as opposed to overcoming and doing something different. All right. We've got to get over that. The third thing that I did is or the third element was that the change that I needed was not urgent enough. All right. Picture this as a young guy. I wanted abs. All right. I wanted a model body. I wanted to make it to Hollywood. I wanted to pursue acting. I was going to model. I was taking pictures. But I realized at some point that that wasn't enough for me to cut drinking out. And a big part of that was I saw people drinking all the time and people were drinking worse things than that. Right. So it wasn't until my desires and my goals became larger and more important that my change became urgent. See, because once I decided that I wanted a long, healthy life, that I wanted to live um, all of my years as much as I could help it without being, you know, without being confined to a bed and, and, and having all types of muscular dysfunction and atrophies and things like that. Once I decided I wanted to live well for my children when they come along, once I decided that I wanted to be able to impact and, and help as many people as possible and that I could not do that, I could not achieve purpose if I was not my fullest, my healthiest self, that's when my change that I needed to make became urgent. Once I decided that I wanted that long, healthy life, I knew I had to make changes to support that. And so I realized that to live well, I needed to drink smarter. And so for you, I want you to think, stop and think right now about your own fitness journey. All right. I imagine that your fitness journey is similar to my soda addiction. All right. You probably have at least one horrible habit, maybe even more that seems impossible to break right now. But let's just think of the one right now. Right. Because it's been with you, this particular habit. It's been with you. It's been a part of you for so long that you won't even admit 
that it's doing your doing you harm. It's become part of your identity. It's become part of your built-in mechanism or your built-in excuse for why you can't get to the next level of success or why you can't be successful in a certain area because it has become a crutch. It has become something that you have leaned on and depended on. It's become part of your identity. Maybe it's your your, your food choices that are out of control. You know, maybe you can't maybe you can't help but eat out every night. All right. Maybe you drink way too much. You know, maybe there there are just, you know, there are some careers that require you to drink a little bit. And when I say require, I use that loosely, but I just mean in terms of the networking and the happy hours that go into it. All right. And so you feel compelled. So maybe you just drink way too much. Maybe maybe all your friends are out of shape. And keeping you trapped with all of their negative thoughts, their negative, you know, their, their pessimism or just their lethargy or apathy when it comes to working out, you know, or to being in shape or to exercising. And so because you have surrounded yourself with these people, it has rubbed off, even though deep down inside you want to make a change, but you can't push back the, the opinions of what your, your friends and your peers are going to say. Whatever it is, the truth is what will set you free. All right. The truth that you acknowledge will allow you to open up and face your fatal flaws. So be truthful about what's been stopping you and frustrating you. Come clean in order to start making progress to get to that next place. So once you have become truthful about it, once you have become brutally honest with yourself the next thing you need to do is be willing to be uncomfortable now i'm not talking about never being able to rest and enjoy life because i think that that's a misconception uh, especially when you're starting where you are when you're frustrated or just can't seem to figure out how to get in shape you 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 have this idea that people who are in shape you know, live some sort of life that um, that causes you to have to be super uptight and super rigid and you can't enjoy snacks at all. And that's the end of it all. And that's just simply not true. All right. I'm not talking about never being able to rest, being able to enjoy life. I'm talking about an honest step towards your fitness goals. I'm talking about taking that honest initial movement towards that goal. Yes, it will be uncomfortable. It may be something you've never even tried before. And it's definitely something that you've never sustained for any real time before. And guess what? It's okay. Because now at this moment that you are listening to this podcast, you are ready to leave comfort behind. Because your comfort is crap compared to your best self. It is. It, it's crap compared to the liberation you'll feel once you have conquered your inner demons and have figured out a way to live life confidently and, and healthily and, and fit and full of life and vigor. Your comfort is crap compared to that. Your rise to great health will challenge you indeed, but what challenges you will change you. All right. Now say that again. What that what cha- which challenges you 
will also change you. So you have to embrace the challenges along the way to your best and fittest self. All right. So once you've become brutally honest with yourself, once you have decided that you're going to become uncomfortable, that you're willing to be uncomfortable, then the third thing you need to do is create the sense of urgency for yourself. All right. No one else is going to do it for you. No one else can make it happen. You have to find something that creates that sense of urgency for yourself. It's not it may not be enough to just want a better body or to look better in a bikini, because the truth is beauty doesn't last and it can change in a moment. Okay, the change you seek requires a powerful charge of a powerful change to make. For you to push for. All right. So, I mean, think of think in terms of what you can do with the fitter body that you can't do now. Um, quick story. There was a story of a man who was horribly obese. All right. He was horribly obese. He let himself go and um, knew that he should probably do something, but didn't really uh, push himself. He let himself go until one day his little daughter fell and he was too out of shape to get her. He couldn't reach her. He was falling all over the place. And, um, and it was in that moment that look in her eyes, realizing that he couldn't help her, that triggered his desire to change. All right. So for you, maybe a fitter body encourages you to date more or to pursue a new job or a new promotion. Maybe it encourages you to visit family members more or just have more energy for personal projects and, and hobbies, but creating the urgency, regardless of what it's for, will give you the added momentum to see the change through. Because in all honesty, overcoming addiction is not easy, but it's definitely worth the effort. You may need professional help to assist you because I, by, I, am, in no, I am by no means a doctor or specialized in addictions. All right. But there are things and strategies and tips that you can do to help you get to the next level, to help you overcome, to help you prioritize your health and your fitness, especially if the addiction is keeping you from your fittest self. And we should always live life looking to improve and be our best. So don't let this drink or any other drink or any other food or any other life decisions to kill you from the inside. All right. Or to make your life miserable because you are not in your healthiest place. And if you're still uncertain of which way to go exactly. All right. I've been talking about this all week. You'll want to take advantage of my complimentary coaching sessions. I'm offering now until February 14th, 2019. All right. It's a simple 45 to 60 minute session via phone, FaceTime or video chat that digs deep into getting you on track to get the results that have been so elusive to you. First thing you're going to do to make this happen is grab your copy of Making Fitness Fit. The following link is fitgenius30.clickfunnels.com slash making fitness fit for you. All right. One more time, fitgenius30.clickfunnels.com slash making fitness fit for you. Once you do, all right, you'll get an email. Send a screenshot to instinctinitiative at gmail.com. That's instinctinitiative 
at gmail.com with your preferable time for your coaching session. Morning, afternoon, or evening in the subject line, I will reach out to you with options to confirm your session. You will want to schedule it sooner rather than later. Listen, this is the last hour of January 2019. Many will succumb to life. They will drop their fitness goals. They will abandon them without realizing that fitness will actually improve their life. But you are different, my friend. That will not be the case for you because before you give up, you are going to do do the smart thing and connect with someone who can help. You're going to connect with someone who's done it before. That is myself and has helped hundreds of others do the same. So let's get your best body in 2019. I'm excited to help you. Remember, fitness is the vehicle to achieve anything that you want in life. So get fit, stay fit, be fit. And I'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Yeah.